0: I lifted a hand to cut her off. Not now. I need to take these rollers out of my hair and get some blood flowing back to my head. Then I'll be able to think clearly. Of course, Gertie said. Tonight, Ida Bell said, and spun around on her pink slippers and exited the lawn by a hedge on the side that she'd walked through earlier. What's tonight? I asked. Oh, uh, nothing, really. We just meet sometimes. The society ladies, that is. I studied Gertie for a moment, intrigued by her sudden discomfort. She hadn't seemed the least bit disturbed by the discovery of the bone. And her call to the sheriff had lacked any of the normal drama that would have been present in most people but a mere glance from a five-foot-two ancient woman with a slight limp and wearing a bathrobe had her unnerved. What exactly do you do at these meetings? Gertie's eyes widened. Oh, the Sinful Ladies Society is a secret society. I can't tell you what we do at meetings. Or you'd have to kill me? "Ah." Gertie gave a nervous laugh. Mostly, we knit. Uh Uh-huh, knitting my foot. I had no idea what was really going on, but I could tell Gertie was lying. Excuse me, Sheriff Lee interrupted. I looked over at the sheriff, a shriveled white-haired man who couldn't have been a day under 90. Yes. The water's rising in the bayou, tides coming in and all, and I'm afraid the bone will wash back into the water. I stared. So pick it up. His eyes widened. Oh, well, I don't know about that. That's disturbing a crime scene, and my deputy needs to document everything. The dog chewed on that bone for a good ten minutes. I don't think moving it two feet is going to mess up your evidence. He stared at me for a while, then looked back at the bone. The bayou level had risen so that it just reached the edge of the bone. It had already submerged the sleeping hound dog in a couple of inches of water, and when I took a closer look, I realized he was blowing bubbles with his partially submerged mouth. I elbowed Gertie and pointed to the dog. We should probably wake him up, right? Before he drowns in his sleep. Oh, that dog. Do you mind? I'm wearing support hose, and you're already barefoot. I sighed and stepped into the water to shake the dog. Saggy support hose were not something I was interested in seeing in this lifetime, much less today when my absurdity meter was already on overload. Bones, I yelled at the hound as I jostled his body. He let out a loud snore. Not even so much as an eyelid flickered. You may have to pick him up, Gertie instructed. He sleeps like the dead. You think? I gave him one final shake with no result, then straddled him and wrapped my hands underneath his body, hoping if I pulled him to an erect position, he'd wake up and help me out a bit. Just as I was about to lift, he woke up with a start and flipped over crashing into my right leg and sending me sprawling into the bayou. Instantly, the polyester suit soaked up a thousand pounds of water and began to itch like crazy. I struggled to rise, but then my leg sank into some sort of quicksand-like mud, and my entire body lowered six inches into the rapidly rising water. And that's when my training kicked in. In a split second, I shed the heavy suit top, exposing the lacy strip of fabric beneath. I placed the suit top in front of me, flat across the mud, and heaved myself onto it with my knees. A short crawl across the suit top put me onto the grass of the backyard, and I collapsed on the lawn, my feet and legs so caked with mud they felt as if they'd been encased in cement. My eyes stung from the water, and I clamped them shut, not wanting to think about how much bacteria was running through them. I heard someone clear their throat and opened one eye. Bones was sitting next to me, clutching the bone in his mouth and looking quite satisfied all the way around. Directly behind him was a pair of blue jean encased legs. I followed the legs up and found myself looking at the guy I'd seen in town with the monster truck.